Hashem spoke to the Jewish people, the Ten Commandments, the Seres Adibris, in order for them to say it. Who should they say it to? Famous question. Every time in the Torah when it says Leimoyer, is that the person who is listening should say it over to someone else. Like Hashem says, Hashem that he should say it and deliver it to the Jewish people. Here it doesn't make sense because all the Jews were there. And even the future generations, according to Chazal, the Neshamas were there, and they all heard the Har Sinai. So who, who should they tell it to? For the Goyim, it's not relevant. And who is left? So there's a number of interpretations. And one interpretation is that Lamer means that Hashem gave the Kirch Tayyid that when he learns Terem, he's able to trigger Lamailam that Hashem will say the words of Terah again. In other words, when a Yid is Yeshev Oisig Baterah, HaKadosh Baruch Hu Yeshev Hashemi Kenegdoi. That the moment the Yid engages in Limit Terah, there is an immediate response. Melmaila, that the Abish himself lowers himself down and joins the person Yeshev Hashemi Kenegdoi, right? Kenegdoi means across from him. Right? That means he joins him and learns with him. He causes the Abraham to learn at that moment these words of Torah that he is learning. That's what Leimoyer, that we can tell the Abraham that he should say it again. Whatever he said in the Aseres Adibras, or the Kola Kula, all the words of Torah. Because all the words of Torah are Nichlal in Aseres Adibras. So Leimoyer is to say that whenever you learn Torah, you cause me to say it again. Yoshev Hashem Kenegdoi. The Rebbe asks in Amayma, what's the word Kenegdoi? If you want to say that the Abraham joins a Yid, who learns Torah, then you should say, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Yoshev al Yodoi, and Abiyachad Itoi, learns together with him, and he learns with him. What's his Kenegdoi? Kenegdoi means against him, across from him. It's a very unusual term. And the Rebbe explains like this. There's a Gemara in Avedazora that, that gives us a schedule of the Abish's daily schedule, Kaviyachal. It says that the first three days, Gimel Shoaz Rishaynes, Hashem is learning Torah. Every morning, Hashem takes three hours of the day and learns Torah. That's what it says in the Gemara. And then he gives the rest of the schedule. So the question is, the Rebbe Marash asks, if every time a Jew learns Torah, and there is not a moment over the course of 24 hours anywhere on the globe where there's not a Jew learning, there must be someone learning every second somewhere in the universe. And since Hashem joins every Jew who engages in limited Torah, that means Hashem is learning Torah all the time. So how come Chazal is saying that Hashem is learning Torah the first three hours of the day? So the Rebbe Marash answers that there's two in Yonim and Torah. There is Amshocha, when we learn Torah, we mamshich elokus on us and in the world through limited Torah. But there's one Amshocha which is more commensurate to our level of Aveda. That means, depending on how much gear, how much effort we put in, what level, spiritual level we're at, everybody has different level of Yigir Satayra. For some people, they're very spiritual. They're, they feel when they're learning, they feel the vibrations of, of the Kedusha Satayra, of, of, of Lekus. Right? They feel like it's Achdus, a bitl to the Ebishter. Some people don't feel so much of a bitl. So there's different levels. So each person is Mamshich, commensurate to his level of, of Limitatayra. That's one Amshach. And that's called Yoshe Veshoine Kenegdoi. Kenegdoi. Kenegdoi means like in balance with what he does. 
the, the, the nature of the hamshacha, what is nimshach to the person, is in accordance with his level of aveda. How much gear he puts in, how much effort he puts in, how much he has to sacrifice in order to learn Torah. V'cholo. Then there is another Indian Torah. Torah comes from the Ebeshter himself. This is Hashem's own Chachmeh, and even higher, Shashuim Lafanov. Torah is bleakful. Infinitely beyond creation, beyond the level of human beings, so the only of creations, and, and this world for sure. And even that level of Torah, the Ebeshter wants to be Mamshech to us. But it can't be any Nimshech through our Vedah, because our Vedah is too limited to be Mamshech such a in incredible Hamshach of Hashem's, uh, the bleak wool of Torah. That Hashem initiates on his own, every, the first three hours of the day. And that he's also Mamshech to us. But first he wants us to be Mamshech, a level of, of godliness, of alakus, of Ruchnius, which is commensurate to our Vedah, to do what we can, what we're able to accomplish. And then when a Yid does his utmost, through his gear, through his effort, to be mamshech, a level of, of, of alakus, then the Ebsheh gives him the higher level, the deeper level of Torah, the Gimel Shoaz Rishenis. So the Gimel Shoaz Rishenis, on the one hand, is an empowerment for us to be able every day through our limited Torah to be mamshech, Alakus in the world. And moreover, it's also something which eventually Hashem is megalatos as well. And these are the two in Yonah material called the motor of Torah. Torah is compared to rain and Torah is compared to dew. What's between rain and dew? In Aloha we find that rain you need to pray for. If somebody forgets, you have to say Shem again because without prayer there's no rain. Right? Because rain is, is something that is achieved only through our Aveda, through our request. And also Begashim is rain comes from the uh, condensations of the um, of the water below, and it goes up, it forms clouds, and comes down to Milmata, Lomayla, and then Milmayla, Lomata. But Tal, it says, Loi Miyatzer, it comes from, the, it's initiated from above, it doesn't come from any effort below. <clears throat> and that's why, when you say, forget Tal, in Davin and Meir Tal, you don't have to repeat Shemana because it comes down unconditionally. In Chesidus, it says, that Beruchni is these two, Eyekatal Yisrael, Geshem, Yidna compared to Geshem, to Tal, um, Hashem says, I'm like Tal, I'm like Geshem. Torah is compared to Mato, Yarav, Kamotor, Likri. Something is compared to rain, something is compared to Tal. And these are the two in Yonim and Torah that we discussed earlier. Geshem is something which we have to do initiate. It's a, it, it, it's, it's a Hashpoah, Hamshocha, something we bring down based on and commensurate <coughs> with the degree of effort that we're able to put in to the Sigiyas HaTorah, to the limit HaTorah. But the Darga of Tal, this is, comes... From, from Hashem's initiative that is way beyond our ability to be mamshich. But Hashem brings it down to us anyways because He sees our effort and He sees what we put in in accordance with what we are capable of. And so after we're mamshich, the limited amshacha, Hashem gives us also the tal, which is the third way it's associated with Him Himself, with the Ebishter Himself, Asmus and Sof. And that's the, 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 the whole idea of Matan Torah. That Hashem by Hashem Leimer Anoichi, Anoichi is Atzmus himself, delivered himself to the Jewish people. The Rebbe Namaima of Shvuas discusses the word Torah. Torah we know comes from the word Heiroah. In essence, the Torah 
is not just an instruction. Hayrah means instructions. Torah is a very deep wisdom. It's a chokhmah. So why is it called on instruction? It's only like a, a, a utilitarian instrument to teach people how to live. There's something much loftier about it. It's a chokhmah, chokhmah of the Ebrister. It's a deep wisdom. It says the Rebbe that here in that name is described the essence of Torah. And what it sets it apart from all other chokhmahs, all the philosophies in the world. The Gemara says, Chochma ba goyim tamin, Torah ba goyim al tamin. There is Chochma amongst the goyim that you should believe. The goyim do have Chochmas. There are many Chochmas. But Torah, that doesn't exist amongst the goyim. What is the difference between Torah and Chochma? So the Rebbe explains like this. The many Chochmas who teach values, ethics, what's right and what's wrong. But what do they do? What's their function? The function is to tell you that according to that Chachmeh, that should be the outcome. According to that Chachmeh, it's, it's, it seems right that this should be the right path of life. It doesn't instruct, it just informs that based on that wisdom, this is, seems to be right in accordance with that, that teaching. Torah is not just telling you, informing us what's right and what's wrong. Torah is a unique instrument, so to speak, which the Abisha designed that it actually not only instructs, it creates. The Torah is the blueprint of creation. And it actually changes the world. When the Abisha says, Hashem the universe changed. And as the Alter Rebbe says in the Kotera, when the Abisha says, that statement, that the Ebishta uttered that Har Sinai changed the fabric and the nature of creation of the world. Now the world became a world which became resistant to the concept of Geneva. It was etched into the very nature and design of creation itself. Rebbe uses the word, is not only an instruction, don't kill. It's also a prediction telling it's impossible to kill. In other words, the world became in sync with Ratz and Hashem. The nature of the world, the design of the world, became in sync with Ratz and Hashem. That's what's unique about Torah. Torah is not only informing us what's right, what's wrong, according to a certain philosophy. It's not just theoretical. It's actually an instrument that actually creates the reality in the world. That the world is, so when a Jew chooses to go against Torah, he's not choosing against the Abish's will. He's choosing more than that. He, He's choosing to go against the very nature of the world that Hashem created. He goes against his own nature and the nature of the world. That's called Torah. Torah means instruction. Instruction means it connects. Not only instructs in the sense that it tells you you should do it or you should not do. It instructs and it creates and it affects the reality of the world that the world becomes in sync with what Torah says. And the Rebbe explains in a sikha that based on this, this is what the, uh, there's a posseg in Pashat Voschanon that Ushmartem Vasisam, you should observe the mitzvahs. This is your wisdom in front of the eyes of the nations. They'll, they'll see, they'll hear all these laws and they'll say, Look what a wise nation the Jewish people are. Says the Rebbe, because we all observe the mitzvahs, they'll see how wise we are. Observance is one thing. But wisdom is measured more by 
how wise it is, how deep it is, how compelling it is. Here the Torah gives a measuring stick and says, how would the nations know that we, our wisdom is so unique and stands out? Ki And the going will hear and they will marvel and say, wow, this is a unique type of Chochmah. Is we will see that we who observe the mitzvahs. Says the Rebbe, this is the Pshat. Torah is called Torah because the Torah is more than just a wisdom. Torah is a force that creates a reality in the world. And, and it's, it's, it's a divine tool to change the world. When a Yid learns Torah, he does the same thing. When a Yid learns Torah, he changes the world. He affects the world. When a Yid learns a halacha of Tomei and Torah, it says, he causes B'poyal Mamish that that Indian that he's discussing in this halacha, he's separating the Klippe from the Nitzitz Kedusha that's in that object. And that's what the Goyim are going to see, that this is not just a Chochmah like all other Chochmahs that tell us, inform us, how according to that Chochmah, the outcome of what's right and wrong should be. But that, that Chochmah actually creates and creates the reality and, and makes the world a place that should be in sync with the Ratz and Hashem.